The following recording is from the Land of Yoga Meditation Series by Toby Wallace. For more information, go to landofyoga.com. We're starting in a sitting position, a comfortable position. Be aware of your spine, your posture. Have a big breath in and a deep sigh. Okay, so let's start by having an immediate look at our state of mind. It's easy to do. All you're going to do is stop, become still and quiet. Maybe close your eyes. And then find out. Just wait. The sessions on the topic of anxiety, examining it or exploring ideas about it, looking at it, understanding it. The best way to understand anxiety is to face it, to stop and get a sense where your mind's at, how it's feeling, how it's thinking. Just sitting for 20 seconds or so is not going to give you a full insight into your anxiety. But it will just show you something about your mind and whether it is jumping around. Whether it's thinking a lot. Whether you can be relaxed by just sitting here in silence and observing your mind.
So it's easy to locate anxiety. Become still and quiet. Observe your thinking mind. And see if you can stay with that. If you can feel comfortable doing this, then your anxiety doesn't rule your life. at least at this time, at this moment. Because there are plenty of other times, there have been plenty of other times, or there will be plenty of times when you do become anxious. Again, very anxious, extremely anxious. But if right now you do feel anxious, and to define that I would say your mind is jumping around, it means it's unstable. Your mind is thinking a lot, which means it can't relax and let go. Or you feel uncomfortable just sitting here waiting in stillness and quiet. Or you feel uncomfortable about the examination that's taking place. Looking at your own mind, being responsible for it. Finding out how to understand it. instead of trying to avoid it. Or stop it. And continuing to be able to stay with this observation in quiet
without becoming restless. Without fidgeting. Without panicking. Without feeling in any way insecure emotionally or psychologically in this moment. And the longer we wait, the more you will see and feel in terms of your own anxiety. If you have a fast mind that is clearly an anxious, unstable mind, Would it concern you to have a mind like that? Or to feel like that? Would you want to run away from it? So in yogic meditation, we don't want to run away from the anxious mind. We don't want to try and control it. We want to understand it. And so we have to sit with it. And that's the point. Sitting with anxiety instead of trying to stop it. That's the way out of it. We have to be prepared to wait. We have to be patient. We have to stop obsessing about our anxiety. We have to stop using it as an excuse. 
And I say that because there's no point being disempowered, self-disempowered in this meditation. Empowered meditation is to be able to face your own anxiety. Learn about it. Recognize it. And gradually decide to stop doing it. by changing your understanding of everything. So if anxiety is something that you want to lessen or stop, or control or relinquish there's only one healthy way to do it and that is to watch it see it study it get to know it fully And then work out why you are doing that. And you use patience and maturity, self-awareness, and wisdom as your methods for finding a solution for unlocking anxiety. Anxiety is a behavior It's not an illness, it's a choice. And I don't suggest it is easy to change and let go of. But I am suggesting that you can unlock it. on every level and completely. But it would take a great effort and a sincere approach, a committed approach, a mature approach, a healthy approach, that would need to occur on a daily level for the rest of your life.
And if that makes you anxious, well, A, don't be surprised. In fact, you could almost predict that reaction. But B, decide what future you want to have. You are responsible for your own mind and your whole life is filtered through that mind. If you do want to be happy and feel connected, then you're going to have to break habits that oppose that. And that's why we watch the mind, because you need to see the habits that it has, in particular the dysfunctional and disempowering habits, which you've done by choice and by habit, in many cases for a long time. You need to see how you have chosen to do that, and why, and then perhaps decide that the rules have changed, or that your life has changed, the situation has changed, you can start anew, you can remodel, you can always begin again, you decide which direction your future heads, And if you're not really committed to taking responsibility for this practice, well then you can expect anxiety to rule the rest of your life. But we can't worry about it. Because worry is the embodiment of anxiety. There's no point worrying about anxiety that is counterproductive. What you do is become effective, productive, decisive. You 
don't play the victim. You self-empower. You act. You make choices. You practice. That is your only healthy solution. Requires no drugs. Costs no money. But you do have to be prepared to pay in time. You do have to spend the time. Have a deep breath. And either lie down if you can, take a break, or just sit comfortably. So there's a part of me that when I look at the way the mainstream market uses the topic of anxiety and meditation as a way of finding happiness, which is what, of course, we're all doing. We all want to be happy. We don't want to suffer. But it seems to me that anxiety is something like a modern fetish. It's a label that we can use and obsess about. People like to own their anxiety. That's a bit of a new trend. And then, well, of course, we want to stop our anxiety. I think anxiety really is a subject or a topic that's come from 20th century psychology and counselling. I don't think it's a major topic in meditation, in yoga or Buddhism. But I feel like what Westerners do is we love to obsess about ourselves and now so many of us love using yoga and meditation as a way of controlling results and fixing things, fixing problems and we feel like anxiety is a major problem which is not untrue 
But I'm just uh, interested in the relationship, the mainstream market, the way most of us seem to be relating to this topic. I'm not sure it's working in a healthy way or an honest way. People are consuming mindfulness and meditation and not necessarily really facing up to what it really means to let go of. And that's the danger in trying to stop yourself thinking or trying to control your anxiety or your mind. Part of that method is to try and avoid an uncomfortable feeling. And that's not necessarily the solution. In yoga, the solution is to understand the nature of reality and stop being anxious about it. And the only way to really do that is to continually observe why you are anxious about the world you live in. And so trying to avoid being worried about the world denies the fact that you are. And you could almost miss the point in the practice. To me, that's a, a modern trend. And I'm not sure where it's going to lead. So in yoga, you don't try and stop thinking. You observe your thinking. You don't react or overreact to the thinking. You observe the thinking and you observe the reactions and the overreactions to it. You continue to do that observation and gradually unlock it or learn that you don't need to do it. As simple as that. That's basically yoga in a nutshell. So how do we do that? It means you have to be willing to stop all the time, every day, and look at your mind. And continue to watch it and gradually decide that the way it's working is counterproductive to you being happy and then make a choice about that. So have a deep breath again. And the whole system of yoga is designed to help you with that. So all the stretching, but that's just beginner yoga. Basically that is anxiety therapy, the physical practice and the breath work. Learning to connect your awareness to the present, your body, at least being aware of your body properly, and learning to have a listening mind. And learning to be aware at least somewhat of how to breathe properly. 
in a relaxed way. And also learning to feel relaxed. And remembering that feeling or practicing that feeling more often. In contrast to your daily grind where you are not relaxed, neither physically nor mentally nor emotionally. The breath work, if you expand upon it and go deeper, it will start to relax you and open you up physically and mentally. But then the hard work starts. Then you really have to face your old habits, your tendencies, your systems of response. And control and for most anxious people who are really not sincere about this that will stop at this point and um, not really get anywhere or not get too far okay so sit up again Again, sit up straight if you can, but you must be in a comfortable position. That's crucial. If you're not comfortable, as in you are physically uncomfortable, well, it's going to be pretty hard for you not to be anxious. Close your eyes. Through the mouth, have a big breath in and a deep sigh. Alright, so let's try and understand anxiety as a feeling. What is anxiety? I'm sure most of us have it right now. How could I define it? Perhaps in a yogic way. Right now, you have a sense of being alive you have a sense of existing in the world it's probably better for me to say you have a sense of existing in a world a universe And you have a sense of a you, as in you have a sense of your self, a sense of your sense of self. And that seems to occur inside the experience of time. So you are sitting somewhere in a space. That's what it feels like. Even if your eyes are closed, 
you can be aware of the space. Let's try this for 15 seconds. Listen to and be aware of the space you are in. Okay, so it's no big deal, here you are, here's a moment in your life, you can feel yourself in the space, you feel existence, you feel that you are existing. Now you could be worried about what's happening and if there was a scary dog in the room that would give you a good reason but you could worry about the future even if there wasn't anything scary in the room and you could worry about the past but also be carrying the past and all of the stresses from your past such that you worry about the present and the future. And that's where we see the history of anxiety in your mind and body. But to really understand anxiety on a simple level, we just need to understand what it means to be present. And what it means to not be present. And why your thinking mind is the embodiment of anxiety. So let's try and get a feel for that. Being present, you could say, occurs in three ways. Or there are three states of awareness for being present. Let's try them now. Awareness of the space. We just did that. Feel yourself in the space. Be aware of what's happening in the space, how the space feels and sounds. And if your eyes were open, how it looks. If you can feel this, this scene that you're in, that is called being aware of the space, awareness, awareness of. Now the second state for being present is 
awareness of the whole body that is in the space. You can feel your whole body right now. And the third state for being present is awareness of the breath. The breath that is in the body, in the space. Now if you jump from one to the other with your attention, feeling the breath in your nose, to checking if your knees are tight, to sensing the temperature of the room, each of those three sum up the present moment your awareness of it. But the second you think of anything else, you have slipped out of being present. Basically, when you are present, you are not thinking at all. And you are not thinking about the present. because that would be actually thinking about the past. So if I hear a car go past, I hear it as a sound, I feel it as a shape of energy. But if my mind labels it as a car, I've stopped being present. The feeling of the car was the present. The labelling was an act based on the past. So you could feel your breath and then you could feel whether it's difficult or fast or tight or open. That is irrelevant to just feeling it instead of classifying it as those other things. You could be aware of your posture without deciding to correct it. The decision to correct your posture is a reaction to the awareness. You were aware of the feeling of your body, but then your mind might have decided that it was not in a correct position or a good position and so it might have then reacted to change it or control it. None of that is being present. So all being present is is experiencing reality 
as it is occurring. With a listening mind that is aware of the space, the whole body, and the breath. But if your mind interferes or intervenes and labels anything, that is because it is anxious. Our mind is classifying everything because it needs to feel secure inside what is happening. It needs to validate itself. And it needs to control results. If you can be in the present without thinking about it, you are free. And you are not anxious. So the best thing to unlock anxiety is to stop being anxious. Practice being present where you are not worrying about being present. Nor are you worrying about controlling the result of being present. Nor reacting to the experience of being present. You're just present. Have a deep breath. So there is no need to be anxious in the present, especially this type of present where it's a very simple scene. If we spend time more often being in this space in this way, we become familiar with what it means to not be anxious. really, to really not be anxious. And that's the way to get to no anxiety. Because of course what happens is it's very difficult to stay present, as we all know, as we can tell. Because our mind keeps thinking. Not only is it classifying what's going on and thinking about it and thinking about whether it likes it 
or whether it can do it or whether it can keep doing it. All of that is anxiety. Whether it's doing it properly, basically whether it likes what's happening. But then also you could just be totally distracted and miles away thinking about something you said to your grandmother five hours ago or the dinner you're going to make later tonight. So there are other ways to be not connected to the present. But they're just examples of the mind being uncomfortable in the present and unable to stay. So jumping away from the present is anxiety. And that's what the mind is doing all the time with most people. Which is why I would say probably 99.9% of the population have chronic anxiety. Probably 90% of their waking lives. which doesn't mean we can't function, but it describes a situation. Now the issue is what type of anxieties you have. That's the next level of discussion or examination. Yes, you can try to be present. If you try too hard, you'd be anxious already. But if you practiced being relaxed in the present and you found that difficult, which is likely for most of us, most of the time. But then though we have a new game. Watching the ways that your mind becomes anxious. Watching the way it thinks. Watching the way it reacts. Watching the way it worries. And tries to control. And also resist.
and then watching how it's pushy. Watch all of these ways. Feel them. Get to know them. Compare them to what's happening in the present. And consider whether they are necessary. Ask yourself why you choose to be anxious. Ask yourself why you want to be anxious. Instead of wanting to be free in the present. Why is it difficult for me to relax completely and consistently into the present. And this is where we start to learn about letting go. Letting go of the need or the desire to be uncomfortable in the present moment. And it's only hard work because we refuse to let go of our doubts and fears. So if we can't be relaxed and present in a very simple scene like this one where you are mostly still and quiet, safe, and you have time, if you can't manage your mind to not be anxious in this moment, then clearly you've got no chance once you're involved in your activities, 
and your dramas. Because they are more complicated scenes, which are moving more quickly, or it feels like, and you will more easily get caught up in the dramas and fall into habit in the way you react, but also in the way that you are feeling. If you don't want to live a life where you are ruled by anxiety, you're going to have to stop. Stop doing it the way you've been doing it. And you have to make that choice. But that choice has an understanding, which is, it's probably going to take time because you may have spent your whole life, years and decades, being anxious, not being present very often. And those habits are so strong, so deeply rooted, but it doesn't mean they can't change or be let go of in an instant. They can. Of course they can. You can collapse at all. Also you can get very complicated in the way you try to negotiate your anxieties. So simplicity it's really the most helpful tool. Also remember that self-obsession is, is the cause of the problem. So if you relate to your mind and meditation and mindfulness and anxiety in a self-absorbed way, well then it's probably not going to change that much and it will start to get more complicated. But if you continue to do that for 20 years, you will be successful because you cannot deny what you will see. If you keep watching, you will see it all. And you have to have the courage, the commitment, the interest, and perhaps maybe the belief, but the belief comes later, the confidence comes from the learning and the knowledge and the insight. All you've got to do, I think, is practice being present. Let's try it one more time, the last time. Be aware of the space you're in. Feel it. 
feel it moving. Feel it vibrating. Be aware of your body that is in that space. Feel it. Feel it vibrating. And be aware of the breath in the body, in the space. Feel it. Feel it moving. Just keep coming back to that. These three states of awareness. These three feelings. Make it a place that you come back to regularly and get to know and learn about and know so well that you prefer to spend more time there instead of being anxious and slowly the scales will tip the other way very slowly probably generally in yoga we say learn about the process of change practice daily Observe the changes, observe the process, learn, understand, and gradually you will let go of your fears and your anxiety. One more time, have a deep breath. Now let's have a five minute rest, a very important rest, where mentally you take rest and time.
Have a deep breath. Then relax. Thank you.